Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Arc Building. I am your host, Joe Musidla. It is so good to be back, uh, back in the saddle. I do, well, I apologize for being away for a little while. And uh, I could go into that, but uh, really, I am without excuse. So, but it is good to be back. And uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this uh, records well. Um, My, uh, on a personal note, um, my wife and I uh, recently acquired a new family member, a little uh, Australian Shepherd slash uh, Golden Retriever mix puppy that's two months old. And uh, we really weren't planning on it, and it's funny how those things, uh, well, get dropped in your lap or come across your path. And, of course, when we... We're both suckers. When we saw this little this little guy, we absolutely couldn't turn him away. He needed a home, and the people were, uh, well, they were kind of uh, in a desperate situation to find a home, and, well, there you go. Um, there you go. So, I'm hoping, uh, I just put him in his little kennel, and he, uh, he did the little crying thing for, goodness, uh, almost an hour, and so I've been sitting here uh, studying and reading a little bit more and kind of preparing for this and and uh, waiting for him to uh, finally go to sleep. But it got me thinking. Uh, it got me thinking as I was doing this, as I was getting ready for this episode, um, got me thinking about sin and our separation from God. Um, you know, at least not being able to well, be in his presence um, in a, I guess, a, a more physical nature is what I'm thinking of or what I'm trying to imply here of, you know, being able to literally walk up to the Most High uh, before his throne or in his presence and and have him uh, walk with us and uh, be in his presence and not uh, not be ashamed and not our nakedness uh not exposed so i was i was kind of thinking about that as as that little guy is, it, it was crying out uh you know as we put him in the kennel and feeling that separation of how many of us uh before cried out in pain and cried out uh to to have some connection back to our father and uh well, he is good, and he has provided a way for us to do that. Uh, he has provided a way for us to be in communion with him. And uh, a whole bunch of uh, things had to transpire to for that to happen. Uh, I, the great pains that he has gone through for his children is uh, 
it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's beautiful. And uh, it just makes, you know, when, the more I look and the more I study and the more I pray and the more I do, the more I fall in love with him. The, 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 you know, I, I guess I don't want to say it like that, but the more I do love him, the more my love grows. And I, I didn't think that that... I wasn't expecting that, I guess, at times, you know, just to be honest with you, to to have that to continually grow for him. Um, and uh, that's a beautiful thing. And, and I hope I hope that's going on in your life uh, as well. Um, I, I hope that in your personal uh, relationship that, that that you are growing, that you are learning, and that your love for him is is also maturing and, and growing uh, along with that. So, and also, uh, if you're listening to this uh, and wherever you are, I hope before I get uh, before we get uh, started into today's study, um, I hope you're doing well. I really do, and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for for listening, uh, for sharing this with others and uh oh well, I'm humbled I am just beyond words it, it's almost uh, I get a little choked up when uh thank you from the bottom of my heart he is good isn't he he is good and uh so you know I was thinking about the timing of everything and uh well everything is beautiful in its time and we're getting near the uh christmas holiday or the uh the day that we celebrate the birth of the lord jesus christ we celebrate uh well our salvation but more more the 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 love of the lord our god that he well gave his only son that we might enter in to his promise. So, I, I know on the last episode I left off uh, wanting to get into Abraham and the seed of Abraham and how important that is. And and it is, but I, I feel led to talk about some things that maybe, and maybe, well, all things work for his good. So, I'm I'm thinking that maybe this will help. Uh, what I'm going to talk about on this episode, and on the very next one, I will we will dive in. But this is arc building, you know. We, as long as we're staying in His Word and we're getting those boards up, and we can see where they go, uh, we see them start to place together. So we're still going to do that. We're still going to be in that spirit of, of building our arcs. So don't worry about that. And uh, we, you know, on that very next episode, I I, I will keep my my promise, my word, that uh, we're going to get into Abraham and uh, look at the, well, the seed of Abraham and how important that is. But uh, for this episode, being that we're so close to this this uh, holiday and, and in the spirit of that, um, I wanted to talk about uh, salvation and uh what that means, what that looks like, and and um, it almost seems that uh, you know when I listen to different sermons, we don't 
and maybe they do. I don't. I just. I guess some of the ones that uh, I, I've heard, it, it's it's usually not about that. It's it's usually about you know living your best life or something like that. And but you know when I really think about you know if we really ponder what is salvation and and what I did was I um, I just I looked this word up in the uh, Webster's uh, dictionary just just to see. You know, in the English, you know, if we can just look in the English, you know, can, what meaning can we grasp on this? What is, what is God even even in such a broken language? Uh, what what is his, what is he trying to get us to see even in just the English um, vernacular or language? Um, so salvation, and I just chose a couple of things it, it, it you can look it up yourself uh go to in the on, online dictionary and look just type in the word salvation and i want to encourage that in your studies as well and maybe i'll talk about that at the end um of of some different tools and some different ideas that you can bring to uh your arc and and that you'll you'll be amazed how much it really helps and i've i've been very appreciative of uh well the elders that uh, God has placed in my life that show me the well they they teach me in the way that I should go and uh well I'm I love that I love that that uh, I'm very appreciative of of those that uh take that time to correct me when I need correction and to well blow my mind uh so to speak um with uh God's wonders, you know, looking at his word. Uh, so let's look at the word salvation. Um, a deliverance from power and the effects of sin. Uh, one of the other ones that I kind of liked was liberation from ignorance or illusion. So then that got me thinking, what is sin? Um, you know, what's the definition of that? And so I looked that up. Um, sin, transgression of the law of God. A video. I'm going to try and say this. I am awful at pronouncing, well, just about any language. So, uh, videated state of human nature, or a videated state, or a defective state in other one, uh, other things that I found with that word uh, of sin. Uh, so, a videated state or a defective state of human nature in which the self is estranged from God, and so, um, so then I was I was like, okay, well, I don't know what estranged means, so I got to look up estranged. So, estranged, uh, having lost former closeness and affection. Now, this estranged sent my mind reeling back to Genesis 3.6. Now, I know we've been here before, but, you know, that's the beauty of the Word of God. I think, you know, one of the things I want to point out is when you're doing your studies is be careful to not look at things in one dimension. What do I mean by that? Um, it was, as I was pondering, I was given the picture in my mind of a 
what we would call a tesseract, but rather, uh, if you don't know what that is, a like a uh, well, a Rubik's cube, if you know what that is, or a, a multi-sided cube, you know, with something something a uh, with multi-dimensions to it that you're looking, you know, it may have uh you know one verse can have several different meanings and several different uh things that you can well glean from that and uh it's a beautiful thing it is the you know let's not forget that it is the living word of god and we need to let it breathe and let it fill us with his breath and uh so just keep that in mind that, uh, you know, this is not given to us in a single dimensional thinking. This is a omnipresent or omnidimensional God. So his we should expect that his word is that as well. So so as we're looking, as you're doing your studies, be, be on the lookout for uh, different meanings and, and where these these things these these boards fit together that's why the you know the arc that we're building is not it's not a flat board it's not it's a multi-dimensional structure uh you know length width height or um if you do any sort of um industrial work you'll know of uh x y and z of of plotting out uh well dimensions in space um so Anyways, so I, I got to looking at estranged and Genesis 3, 6. So let's go there and look at that. I'm going to read from the NASB. And it says, uh, okay, now this is, this is, uh, this is the fall. So uh, when the women saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was desirable to make one wise. She took from its fruit and ate, and she gave also to her husband with her, and he ate. Then both of their, then then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and it, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loin coverings. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. Um, and of course, you know, we've, I think we, in a couple, couple past episodes, we elaborated on this, uh, a little bit of, of what this looks like and, 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 and I guess more of the mechanical aspect of what was going on here. But, you know, from, from this aspect of, of being, uh, having lost former closeness and affection, you know, I was thinking about that, of uh, that this seemed to be an ongoing event, that this wasn't the first time, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Um, 
this seems to be, you know, if I was to, you know, ponder this, which I have, that this seems to be a continual thing, that this wasn't just the first time. He didn't just show up and go, surprise, um, that they were in his presence, um, that they were able to walk with him, that, uh, and they were not ashamed. They didn't even... Well, there was no sin uh, in them. You know, we don't even really find that word uh, sin until, uh, at least in the English, um, uh, I believe it's Genesis 4, 7, um, that we don't really find that word at all. So, you know, these are things that, uh, well, when you, when you really ponder that and you really think about uh being in the presence of the Most High and what that must have been like. And and uh, they were tested. They were tested because he didn't want an automaton. Uh, uh, he didn't want a being that was just, yes, I, you know, that, that robot, if you will. You know, I, I understand, yes, I will carry out sort of thing. And, and no emotion, no... He wanted something, his creation, his his that loved him, the way that he loves us, and uh, though he knows this is you know most of us that have children know that they're going to definitely make mistakes. Um, it seems that uh, well he was prepared to go the distance uh to bring us back to 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 build himself a family that truly does love him that truly desires what he desires that our hearts you know uh through trials through through everything that we go through um through a well, even a fiery furnace, they, that crucible, that slagging, which can be painful uh, when you take the impurities out of something. It can be, well, during that time, it's it's beautiful, but also can be something that you need to uh, endure, I guess is the best way I can put that. And uh, so it's a... It's a beautiful thing when you start putting all these things together, and these are definitely uh, boards that that line up. Um, oh my gosh! In in, in ways that uh, I still probably do not yet comprehend, but uh, hey, I'm going to keep pushing, and we're going to get there together. So, so let's cruise over from there. Um, if I haven't uh, completely lost you, <laughs> let's cruise over to Genesis uh, three twenty-two. So we we understand that uh, that that this is this is where we're going to see this loss, this separation. So uh, Genesis three twenty-two. Um, then he says, uh, "Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us." knowing good and evil, and now he might stretch out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the gods, the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out 
and at the le- and at the east of the oh, I'm sorry, let me start that over. My uh brain locked up for a second there thinking about something else. <laughs> so he drove the man out and at the east of the garden east of the garden of Eden he was he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword which turned every direction to guard the way of the tree of life. Um, I'm sorry, I, I sometimes my mind stays back of of going okay to cultivate I cultivate the ground from which he was taken. I just I like that. I like how that's put there, and it just beautiful. Um, so I, I apologize for that. Sometimes uh, as my mind goes, wait a second. Go back and uh so uh that is uh that is a beautiful thing there to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. I really like that um, wow, he's good huh um <laughs> so uh so we see okay we we see that uh the Lord God has taken. Yes, this was judgment. Yes, I, I, you know, this was separation, and I can't imagine how both felt to be, you know, now, now they're kind of cast from their their home, and and and, and more than that, they're they're not now they're separate from him. They they're they're not able to walk with him in his presence anymore. They are not the something happened there you know genetically spiritually uh, so many different levels that they're not compatible and but he didn't want to leave them in that state he didn't want to leave us in that state you know that that wouldn't that wouldn't have been very fair that wouldn't have been very good now here's the thing is is that we need to keep in mind that he is god and and he can do whatever he wants so at this point he could have said you know what you guys just obeyed i'm just going to start over but he had a plan even though it was going to cause him great pain and great heartache he had a plan for us And behold, uh, you know, then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And so he keeps us, you know, we've taken from the tree of knowledge. And now knowing good and evil, but not to leave us in this state forever. This, this, uh, because now we, well, they rebelled and now they're in a, well, a different state and so he basically is loving us enough to not keep us like that forever. Uh, he, he actually, you know, it, it's funny when you, you, you get to know the heart of, of God. And, you know, there, there's so many, uh, you know, before you, before you know him, you, you you know you hear different verses maybe or maybe you've looked at the Bible a little bit maybe you haven't really taken that plunge and to uh, 
to accepting what what it is uh, accepting salvation to accepting the that free gift that free offering to be invited to come back to the family to endure and and tell others that there's a way back that he has made a well he has cleared a path the the rubble has been cleared so that now we have well we have a straight shot to him and uh and are just waiting we're waiting for the 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 rest i guess i guess we're waiting for the the finale of the promises uh, of the promise i should say of that we will be in his presence and i'm getting ahead of myself and i do apologize but uh it's just beautiful it's just beautiful to look at these things and uh I don't know, it's just uh, maybe it's that time of year that uh, I get a little, sometimes I get a little verklempt when I just think about what the Lord Jesus Christ endured for me. And uh, I get a little teary-eyed, I get a little verklempt, I guess, if you want to say it that way. Um, it does, it, it's, it's, uh, sometimes it's a little overwhelming to uh, really really think about these things and I hope you do I hope that you are appreciative and that you are absolutely uh, I hope you're in love I, I hope that uh, I'll just go with that how's that I don't know what else to say so I'll end that little goofiness right there um, so we, we go over to uh, Genesis uh Let's just read from the beginning. Let's say uh, Genesis 4.1. Let's just cruise with that. Um, now the man had relations with his wife Eve. Now this is right after you know they have been expelled from the garden. And she conceived and gave birth to Cain. And she said, I have gotten a man-child with the help of the Lord. Again, she gave birth to his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of flocks, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. So it came about in the course of time that Cain brought an offering to the Lord of the fruit of the ground. Abel, on his part, also brought the firstlings of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. So Cain became very angry, and his countenance fell. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, will not your countenance be uh, countenance be lifted up? And if you do not, and if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door, and its desire is for you but you must master it. Cain told Abel his brother, and it came about when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. 
And the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? He said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. Now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you cultivate the ground, it will no longer yield its strength to you. You will be a vagrant and a wanderer on the earth. So we'll stop there. Genesis 4, uh, 12 there. That's a huge, huge, huge amount of information. Um, you know, you see his countenance, uh, his his face, or, you know, it, it's almost uh, that he is looking down. He's angry. His countenance has fallen. His face has fallen. If you do not want... Uh, if you... Uh, if you do well, will not your countenance, will not your face be lifted up? And will, and if you do not well, then he basically says your countenance will be lifted up. And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door, and its desire is for you, but you must master it. Um. So this is interesting. Uh, you know, there there's so many different stories, but. Uh, But basically, he says, "Look, you're you're going to have to endure. You're going to have to overcome." And I don't know how many times. Uh, oh my goodness! I, I guess you know if you wanted to even throw up some more boards on your ark, uh, you could look up, uh, type in. You know, if you have uh, uh, an electronic Bible, or even if you just want to do a word, you know, do a word search, uh, overcome. Um, and just look at that and look at that phrasing and look at how many different times you are called to overcome. And uh, you're going to be able to really tie some things together even just with that phrase or that word, uh, overcome. So that's uh, something else that you can do that you can look at to help with uh, getting some more boards and nails up. Um, so... Uh, you know, so so we 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 ended what at uh, four twelve. So you you see the end. You know, you know. I guess to broad brush it, you you see that he didn't overcome that uh, sin. Basically, mastered him or this desire to rebel and this desire to event or. Uh, you know, almost uh, greed, and, and I mean, I mean, how many different things that uh, emotions, or you know, we could look up, uh, you know, like uh, all the things that that cause someone to to rise up and slay someone else, and it, you know, usually, you know, how many times does he tell you, you know, uh, jealousy, and, and uh, you know, we we can get into the the Ten Commandments and. Uh, the beatitudes here and oh my goodness there's so many different things we could get into just in this just in these verses to kind of explain that uh god basically told him look sin is at the door and its desire is for you it's it's this this almost an entity almost this this spirit here uh its desire is for you but you must master it you must overcome it uh this this fallen nature uh 
because he didn't, uh, well, judgment was rendered to Cain. And uh, I, I don't recall if we uh, if we went over any of that, but that's definitely, well, that's something you can do in your own personal study is really uh, look over these verses. But we're going to keep on trucking here. Um, we're going to go over to... Uh, we're going to go over to Proverbs uh, 3, 6. Let's see here. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first of all your produce. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not reject the discipline of the Lord or loathe his reproof. For whom the Lord loves, he reproves, even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. Let's, uh, I'm gonna, you know, I was gonna end there, but we'll go one more. How blessed is the man who finds wisdom, and the man who gains understanding? That's pretty awesome. Um, so, you know, this was in more in the spirit of making our paths straight, and he gives you. You know, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. And then he gives a warning, and then he gives what you should do so that you can be blessed. And then he gives you another warning. Basically, do not reject the discipline or loathe his reproof. Um, you know, you, you know when 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 he does, you know, when you have. Uh, well, we all we all have that, don't we? Where where we do something, or maybe even think something, or maybe or I guess the my worst is uh, to be honest is when I'm in traffic, and uh, I don't give the middle finger or anything, but I, I find myself getting uh, I can get worked up pretty quick, and I'm like, and and I can feel the Holy Spirit like. You know, like God's just shaking his head, like, "What is your problem? Why, why is this upsetting you?" And uh, so I, I don't loathe that. I just, I kind of shake my head at myself, like, "Come on, dude. <laughs> why, why? You know, really, I should be excited because, you know, let's say uh, I'm driving somewhere and maybe you get stuck in traffic or whatever. Well, it's just more time I get to spend with God." instead of doing whatever it is I was going to do, I could really maybe take that time and pray for somebody. I should be... So I, I love that uh, he does discipline and in, in many different ways. Uh, it can be many different things from the loss of a job to um, all kinds of different things to to get you to that straight path. And he's going to make your path straight. And it's because he loves you. So, 
I think we need to uh we can definitely throw these up and and write them you know as we're building uh this arc remember uh remember that these need to be written on your heart as well so these are uh wonderful things to read over and over and over and over again as well as studying the original languages but uh just for time's sake we're going to stay right here but just i guess i just wanted to uh say just you know these are things that uh, we need to be in remembrance of in our daily walk um so so I'm going to cruise on to, let's go over to, uh, with the spirit of keeping our, our paths made straight. Let's go to Matthew 3, 3. For this is the one referred to by Isaiah the prophet when he said, The voice of the one crying in the wilderness, make ready the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Um, now John himself had a garment uh, a, of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist and his food was locust and, with, and wild honey. Um, this is, uh, I just always, I always love this, uh, Matthew uh, 3, 1 through, well, the whole thing, really. Um, but you get this picture of uh, uh, John the Baptist and, and he's preparing He's preparing this straight path. He's preparing this way, this this path straight back to the Father, um, from from the Son to the Father, uh, the the mediator, the uh, well, the one that makes our paths straight. Uh, well, I guess he makes all paths straight. Who those who who love him and are according called according to his his purpose. So, um let's go to Isaiah 45:13. I have aroused him in righteousness and I will make all his ways smooth. He will build my city and will let my exiles go free without any payment or reward says the Lord of hosts. Yeah, let's go through. Let's, I I I think I'm going to go just a little bit further. Uh thus says the Lord the products of Egypt and the merchandise of Cush and the Sabians, men of stature, will come over to you and will be yours. They will walk behind you. They will come over in chains and will bow down to you. They will make supplication to you. Surely God is with you and there is no else, no other God. Truly, you are a God who hides himself, O God of Israel, Savior. I love that one. I love that, uh, O God of Israel, Savior. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome right there. That he makes crooked and then Savior in the uh if I remember correct it's uh Yehoshua. 
or uh, Yeshua, the Savior, in the uh, at least in the uh, Strong's. Um, that's uh, just in that just this Isaiah forty-five fifteen. That's uh, I love what he does. I just love what God does. That he is his. There's just no mistake. You know, there's just no, it is just, it's, it, his word is just so beautiful. And it's, uh, it's beautiful to look at. Um, so I, I think we're going to, I'm going to have to write that one down. We're going to have to come back to the, to, to Isaiah 45, 13 and, and do, that's some more boards we're going to have to put up. But for, in, in the spirit of just making our paths straight, I think we're going to have to definitely come back to this one that uh, these are some things we're going to have to expound upon. but And, of course, we need to go to John 3.16. And if you don't know what, this one by uh, heart, yeah, I, I'm going to read it anyways. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Then from there we can go to John fourteen six. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you know him and have seen him. So, uh, once again, uh, John 14.6, uh, realistically, is the one I was really after here. But uh, I do love John. Well, I love this whole thing. But uh, I do like uh, uh, love John 14.7. But uh, John 14.6, Jesus said to him, So, once again, you know, we see the path made straight. I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. So we see this pathway laid out from the Son, from the Lord Jesus Christ to the Father, and that uh, the only way into the kingdom of heaven is through the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other way to enter in. So I, I, I hope you know that. I'm sure, well, if you're listening to this for the first time, uh, I hope you do know that. I hope that is written on your heart that uh, there is no other there is no other name there is no other gods there is no other goddesses there is no other way to the Father but through the Son the Lord Jesus Christ so if I said anything on this podcast know that um, let's see I'm trying to think of where I left off uh, let's see it was Isaiah. I went to John. Hebrews. That's where I wanted to go. Hebrews. Uh, let's see. I got it all written down here. 9-8. Hebrews 9-8. The Holy Spirit. Let's see. Let's see. There it is. 9-8. The Holy Spirit is signifying this. That the way into the holy place is not yet been disclosed while the outer tab tabernacle is still standing, which is a symbol for the present time. According, accordingly, both gifts and sacrifices are offered, which cannot make the worshiper perfect in conscience, since they 
relate only to food and drink and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until a time of reformation. But when Jesus Christ appeared as the high priest of the good things to come, he entered through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this creation, and not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood, he entered the holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. So, like I just said, there is no other way into the kingdom but by his sacrifice. So, in that spirit of salvation, well, we just read it. There is no other way to receive the Holy Spirit. There is no way to enter in uh, to the promise, but by these machinations that the Lord, our God, put in place and by that sacrifice, sacrificing his son for, well, our sins, that we might, well, stand one day. So where is this all leading, you know, as far as, uh, you know, we, we've gone from, well, really to the beginning uh, to the end. So let's let's do that. Let's uh, Let's end this thing on a very happy note. Revelation 19.7 Let us rejoice and be glad and give the glory to him for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. It was given to her to clothe herself in fine linen, bright and clean. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said, then he said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. So, our hope, our, uh, I hope it's yours, I hope it's your hope to enter in through the narrow gate to uh, be adorned. And once again, we come back full circle in Revelation 19.8. It was given to her to clothe herself in fine linen, bright and clean. He basically said, I gave you the Holy Spirit, uh, and you were to overcome. You were to be like Cain did not do, and act accordingly. You were to follow the Beatitudes and the Ten Commandments, the Law and the Testimony. Bright and clean, for fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Um, so I'm hoping that this is your that this is your hope, that this is your goal, so to speak, that this is uh, that this is what you desire, because this is what the Lord your God is desiring: is is a family, is a marriage, is a uh, is this 
this family that he can, you know, as we get in even into the later chapters of Revelation, we can see, uh, well, God comes down himself. Uh, the earth is remade, and, uh, well, we have full circle, don't we, from Adam and Eve all the way back to God being able to have a family. And it's quite a quite a way of of doing it. Uh I and, and when I think about it I, I can think of no other way, you know, at least my little tiny brain. Um it's beautiful. It's 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 just and I'm 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 blown away at what the the lengths and the pains and, and what what God has done to to have what he desires most, the family. And I hope, uh, well, I hope, I hope this this little episode has been a blessing to you. Uh, and and uh, I hope I didn't ramble on too much uh, in between some of these things. But uh, basically, what I was wanting to show is, uh, you know, in a nutshell, that we rebelled, but God didn't give up, and He provided a way. He made a sacrifice, and that sacrifice was His only son that was the perfect sacrifice for our sin that we could then be reconciled back to the father through the son and finally adjoining a, a well that rib to be put back the second adam the perfect sacrifice the one that did not waver did not fault but we the woman eve is put back, and that joining the two will become one flesh. So, when we are building our arcs, I think we need to keep that in mind that this thing is full circle. And uh, just as we rotate on an axis and turn in a circle, and just as we rotate around the sun and our galaxy rotates, as time is circular... So is his word, and he tells you that emphatically, that he chases after what has been. So with that, I'm going to close out this little episode, and I thank you once again so much for listening. And uh, I, I, I will—it's it's my goal to uh, get out another episode before Christmas, um, another arc building. I would like to uh, get a little more. Uh, consistent with these um, and and start uh, getting getting some more content out there. But I, you know, I, I said I do thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing these and listening. I do. It's humbling and I do really appreciate it. And uh, if I don't, by some, well, by his will, you know, if something. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, and I hope that you in remembrance. And I hope that next week I can be with you again, and that we can uh, dive into his word and build our arcs again. But just in case, just if not, because it's his will that it's going to be carried out. I just want to say uh, Merry Christmas. I love you. And take care, and God bless.